Conversate for a few. Hustle. Welcome. Man, they had to send me. Hustle from Raleigh. Live from NC with your host, John and Allen. Relate to the two. You are now listening to Conversate for a few. Check it on SoundCloud, debate with your crew. They talking hip-hop from the late to the new. From July till June end. No Fridays for me. Tune in. Please listen to this podcast. 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 Conversate for a few. What's going on, people? It's Jonna. I'm Alan. This is not a podcast about classical music. Absolutely is not. This is a podcast about hip hop. Um, before we get started, we're going to do like we normally do. We're going to ask you to visit ConversateForAFew.com and stay tuned for that limited edition Conversate For A Few, Futane merch. Uh, we're going to ask you to follow us at Conversate For A Few on Instagram, Facebook, and search us out on YouTube. Uh, also, go wherever you find your podcast, be that Instagram, I mean not Instagram, but iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, uh, tune in. And search Conversate for a few, subscribe, rate, share, like, comment, all that good stuff. And I guess we're going to get into the show. Let's do it. All right. Um, The criteria of a classic hip-hop album. Which has been one of the most controversial, uh, probably, topics Mm. in music general, definitely in hip-hop. Because Mm -hmm. I have never come to an agreement among a circle of people discussing this topic on what exactly is you know defines an album as a classic right Nat- naturally just two main we know there's two main um features beats good rhymes good beats good rhymes good that's okay. i think two like foundational yeah. principles of it well, classic album that people can agree on, but even that is very subjective. That's the it is. that's the problem. It is because I like and and I don't know. People from a certain era may feel some type of way about the statement that I'm about to make, mm-hmm. right? And and I'm gonna make it about one of my favorite albums of all time. And this is not hip hop. This ain't R&B rock. Right. I'm talking about all time. So mm-hmm. of course I think it's a classic. But you 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 started. With beats and rhymes, and that's high level beats and high level MCing. Right. Is Chuck D high level MCing? You know, I can already see where you're going. Chuck D is not high level MCing, but it was it was good rap. It was good MCing. He was okay. and mm-hmm. I, I think I get what you're saying, but that, I think this is what, where you're going with it is going to feed into exactly how you define what a classic. A, a classic album. Because when you say something is classic, you're saying that it's timeless. Right. That it it, it sticks with you. Right. And uh, it can put you back in the moment. Right. Right. In any moment that you play it. And one thing I think is key to go along with that is I think it, um, the artist hit their mark. Yes. 
Yep. Meaning they was they they accomplished exactly what they was trying to do exactly. by the song or exactly. the album that they put the, out. The artists did use the tool that they had to to get the message that they were trying to present out. The art that they were trying to create, the way they used their tool, being their MC and their raps or their you know yeah, what I'm saying yeah. their voice inflections, all of that. Yeah. Um, so, so, so to answer your question, uh, no. No, Chuck D is a high level MC, and he he wasn't he wasn't uh, like a Nas or Big Daddy Kane or Big Daddy Kane, right? Or no, he wasn't. But uh, he was clear, yeah, in his rhymes about what he was was trying to get across. He was clear, it was concise, it was relatable. You understood him, right? And the energy of the flow matched the energy of the music right. behind it. It was impactful, and so it was. It was good. So, but that brings up a, a to me a, a very good point, which is you can actually be an average rapper and still make a classic album. See now, if we would have had this discussion in nine four, nine five, nine six, nine seven, right. nine eight, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> right. Right. But I understand right. how it can be done. Right. How somebody can do what they do right. and make good music that's timeless, right. even if it's not the highest grade of MCM. Right. And that brings me to uh, a point that I wanted to make. Um being able to remove your biases. Yeah, and whether like this conversation, we can't base what a cla- we're not basing what a classic is around what we like. Yeah, in our particular f- brand of hip hop, right? We're basing this around what makes good music, good music. Yeah, what makes yeah. quality music, quality music. So, like you said, that at that point in time, what in your younger years, you wouldn't have been able to say that a MC that wasn't stellar could make a classic album. Right. right? Because I refused to remove any bias. <laughs> right. Exactly. Which <laughs> it would have been extra, I was extremely biased. As did it, I. It had to be what I liked, what I thought was, right. you know, as did standard, I. Uh, you know how how the hip hop shit should be. Right. How it should sound. What and what I want from that person even. Right. Um but yeah, being able to be in some in, with with a couple more great hairs on my beard, being able to remove some of those biases, yeah. right? Um, that that helps us have this conversation, and and really mark out what makes a classic. So that's kind of where I, I'm, I'm happy we kind of started mm-hmm. there mm-hmm. with high level MCing, and whether we think it's high level MCing or not, really isn't going to affect whether the album turns out to be a classic. And I guess the same kind of goes for the beats, but. I mean, it does go for the beats. It goes for the beats. It goes for the beats. Also, because we're talking about entire bodies of work. Yeah. Um. So, does it have to be a playthrough? So, for me, it does. That's one of the, to me, uh, essential elements of a classic. Okay. See, if I got a. Let me. I have to ask you a question yeah. before you before you go on, if you don't mind. Yeah, go ahead. We, I understand what you're saying, and I'm a, and and I'm gonna clean that up because I have the same perspective, right? Mm-hmm. It has to be a playthrough from an artistic perspective, not necessarily I'm gonna play it all the way through. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it does that song fit? Do all the songs fit? Yes, yeah. You know? Yeah. It, and see, and this is, okay, you, okay, I get it. But it also leads to something we were saying about how this, like art. Right. I did a I did an Instagram post um, where I said the argument of what real art is, and I'm talking about like I, like uh, actual mm-hmm. paintings and sculptures and stuff like that. Right. It's so extremely subjective. subjective. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? That is to me. I was saying that's one of the biggest false universals that right. exist right. art is this or has to, it's no way because it's just subjective right. it's your own personal opinion on how you see it and you got a thousand other people that see experience and it affect differently mm-hmm. uh, that don't see it necessarily the way you do right. uh, so it's the same thing with music mm-hmm. so even as we're discussing this we got to understand it's still uh, I mean largely subjective right. in terms of I mean when we we talking about principle stuff but out, even outside of the principle stuff mm-hmm. when we say oh that I, I like that that joint's a classic right. understanding that you are saying that from a perspective of subjectivity right. but that's kind of what we're doing right, right. we understand that it's super subjective right but we're at least trying to pare down the lens that we're right. all going to look at right right and so yeah we're highlighting key Fundamental elements right. that would factor into something being uh, right. music considered timeless. Exactly. Exactly. Classic. Yeah. Like a car yeah. could be a classic. Right, right. A watch could be a classic. Right. It's going to be timeless. Right. It's going to be probably more valuable later. Right. Than it is now. Uh, right. So that these are the things that we're establishing, which is why we keep going back to bias and non-bias. So I we just. I think this is what the conversation is about, right? We're establishing what the criteria for a classic is. So play through value and we're not saying... So when we sit down and have a conversation with somebody, uh, our Futane clan, a week from now, and we start calling things a classic, they can go back and refer to this conversation and say, okay, this is the lens at which they're looking at this album through. And they can join us in looking at it through that lens. Or they could choose to say, nah, I don't agree with their criteria. Right. 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 And so, which take us back to, uh, does it have that playthrough? Right. To, uh, well, playthrough may be the wrong word. It could be. But. Because playthrough is more subjective than mm-hmm. do all the songs fit together to make a cohesive. Right. Yeah. You see, I may so have I'm used answer, the wrong word. I'm going to answer. <clears throat> Both knowing that we all are going to mm-hmm. have a personal feel okay. about it, and then okay, you know, and then some elements that will actually uh, regulate some criteria to go by. Okay, so for me, for personal experience, mm-hmm. I would say, yeah, if I got to keep skipping through every, you know, what I mean, <laughs> you got sixteen, seventeen tracks. And I gotta skip six, seven of them. I already, I can tell you right now, your joint is is not a classic. Now that's for me. now, of course, that's personal perspective. Because I feel like if everything is, um, if it's a cohesive body of work, where don't even have to be the super illest lyricist, uh, but if if the rhymes is good, the concept of the songs is good, the beats are good, uh, and it all fits together thematically, then. 
I should be able to play it, listen to it, and experience like a movie. Imagine mm-hmm. going to see, like, you know, movies that we know. All right, some hood classics, Boys in the Hood, Minister Society. Right. Nobody, like, skips through different parts. Right. You look at it all together. Right. We Because it, 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 the story is woven together throughout the whole body of the movie. Right. right? And so I kind of feel like the albums should be the same way. Very similar. Um, and so I say it should from a personal standpoint. From a personal standpoint. Now, just because though, here's now going by, you know, the criteria set. Mm-hmm. Just because I personally choose to skip, because there's even albums that I like. Mm-hmm. And even albums that I consider classics, and it sometimes I won't listen to this, so I'll skip certain stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but even if it isn't something I like, just because I choose to skip, it doesn't mean that's not a great song. And this is the other right. thing about and it doesn't being, mean that it doesn't fit. And that. it doesn't fit right. It's yeah, not yeah, the it's just right. It's just for album. me exactly because it's, it's songs. It's a lot of songs that I don't personally. They're not for me, right. but I think they're great songs. Right, absolutely, and they're classic songs. Absolutely, uh, tons uh, of them. Yeah, tons of so, them. So uh, absolutely, I can I can uh, One I can thing. see that. One thing that I got here while, while that, that you brought to mind, right, is you have we have the personal mm-hmm. perspective, and then what I have written here is like you have a personal perspective and then a global perspective. Yeah. So you have personal criteria for your classic, and then a more global hip hop criteria that we're trying to establish from a conversation for a few perspective, right? So yeah, yeah. playthrough mm-hmm. is more personal. Yeah, playthrough is personal. All the songs fitting to make a cohesive theme may not be playthrough, right. but it's on the same. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. But it's global. Yeah. So I guess that's a good way, which is, which is akin to high level MC and maybe what you prefer. But if that MC may not, if he's not high level, but all the songs are effectively presenting their message. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They're fitting the theme the way they're supposed to. They're arcing. You know, they do the things that the that, that album is supposed to do. Then we ain't got high leveling. That in in the, in total makes it high level. Mm-hmm. Whether mm-hmm. we in, whether we personally enjoy it or not. Yeah, yeah, right, and yeah. And so I got I had two examples of that. Okay. <clears throat> One is Big Mike. 1994 release something serious mm-hmm. rap a lot records uh and i actually i bought that album okay and i liked it it's a good album it's not high level mc okay but the songs are good the beat is the beats are good and uh everything fit together right it's a good musical experience right uh, to me i consider that a classic uh album um, and there was another another uh, thought in mind. Uh, who was that? Ah, I was about to mention their album. Uh, who is not super? Oh, Nori. I knew it. Nori, not super. Because he was on my mind. Not that I knew it, but he was yeah, definitely yeah, yeah. on my mind. So Nori and this joint had to come out as in summer school, 97. Yeah. N-O-R-E, <laughs> niggas summer. on the run eating. Yeah. Word. We that had a conversation the other day about Nori, Nori being high level MC. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, he's never gonna be a high level. Nah, MC. He's not that. But it, but 
that album is so well put together production wise. His raps fit yeah. the beat, yeah. the, the his songs, delivery, his, his delivery, his performance, the experience you got, and the message yes. you received. Right, right. So those those are, those are the things that I have in global, in global, next to high level MCing, which is in personal. Yeah. Right. So high level MCing may be just for example, may be a personal bias that you have that yeah. criteria. But on the global sense, we're talking your performance. Mm-hmm. Right, the experience that you provide mm-hmm. via the album and the message that you're able to create, yeah, going throughout it. And you he, know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, not and, that it has to be conscious or it has to be right. gangster or whatever, yeah. but as long as you're able to execute your message, yeah, you know, and he, and that was done right. in that album. And so that's an album that I think is a classic. And see, my biases aside, yeah, but I, that joint uh, is a classic. Rap saying like super whatever, but the raps are fit. Right. His message is clear. Right. He never music over, is good. He didn't overdo anything and he right. didn't and he, he didn't, didn't underdo it. Exactly. He didn't never come in subpar. Right. Everything you know? and he 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 set a trend because he was one of the first people to make Pharrell mm. pop in hip hop. After that, everybody was going to get Pharrell beats after he got that what 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 let me, that beat. Let me let me he wasn't one of the first. He's, I just—he was the first. There we go. He was the first. The first. Yeah. He made it pop, and he ma- he makes it known on yeah he does. every other drink drink channel. He does, you know I mean? and I don't blame him because if right, I right. you know because if if I was the first one that had the balls to choose Pauls, if I was the first one you know right. that had a heart to choose Pharrell and that strange sound and bring that to the forefront and then trust him when he just told me to go what 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 on the right, track and right. then like and it worked and it worked and it worked it, I mean worked better than anything he ever put his hands Man, on it worked yeah. I, it was like number one song yeah yeah number one song and after that I mean and it was like sh- I mean you know how yeah. many alleys was thrown to Pharrell off that uh, you know everybody was trying to get every, a beat like that everybody you know what I mean so that alone shows what he what he did, even even with that song, I right. mean, it's simple lines. It right. ain't nothing, you know. I mean, no it's, double entendres, no D. And the beat is super simple, right? Super awkward. But they made it work. The performance, the delivery, mm-hmm. everything the together, and the performance, message, performance, delivery, message, all all there, man. I think we might have a good list when we leave here, man. Yeah, um, yeah, man. Uh, and it's many like that, and it's yeah, many tons, many albums like that. Tons. Tons. I mean, it's hip hop. It's tons. You mean you you? It's gonna be albums that like I. I got personal favorites where the artist didn't like bug out lyrically. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I got several. I got very very few favorites where personal favorites where the the producers didn't bug out. You know, mm-hmm. um, but that's just my personal preference, and I'm so theme the 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 favorites my my mm-hmm. the favorites my not my favorites but the favorites in hip hop right. you know the go the holy grails of classics yeah yeah yeah, yeah. you know. Um, they all have themes. Yeah. They all have themes. Like cohesive mm-hmm. themes. Whether you buy in, whether the theme fits your lifestyle, whether, you know what I mean? None of that, no, I ain't talking about that, but they all, I mean, 
the chronic uh straight out of compton uh public enemy it takes a nation a million to hold us back uh, it, uh, only built for Cuban links. Right. You know what I mean? Uh, get rich or die trying. You know, uh, Midnight Marauders. Mm-hmm. All of these. I could, you know, go down the list. They These are, I mean, Illmatic. They stay in theme. Yeah. They don't yeah. come out of, they ain't all over the place. Right. You know? Yeah, yeah. Not a, not Half-ass mixtapes. What what they're not is a bunch of songs thrown against the yes. wall to see what works. Yeah, that's what they're not. They're they're, yeah. they're albums that have a, a point to prove, and once the point is proven, they get out of there. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. Like that's just how it goes. So, do we think a classic hip hop album has to have a overall theme? I I do. I, I think that I think for sure it does because if it's not it doesn't even feel like an album it feels okay. like rant it feels like disjointed it feels like okay. a disjointed musical body of work okay. feel like yeah. so, and this album's like that that we've listened to or I've listened to and I feel like I'm not listening to a body uh, I'm not listening to an album put together mm-hmm. by an artist and his team I'm listening to random songs that we're picking to mm-hmm. be on an album. <laughs> right. So that's a playlist. Yeah. That's, that's a mixtape. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like you pick your favorite songs. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's a, a best way, to, a great way to put it. I think. I think for the sake of this conversation, uh, for, on the personal side, since we're keeping the uh, pro and con type list, right. on the personal side. Having 15 of your favorite songs playing a role doesn't necessarily make a good album. No. And, and, and I understand loving to have 15 songs in a row by your, by your favorite artist. I, I get it. I get it. But I let me tell you it. something. That shit is horrible. I've done... Now watch this. Mm-hmm. Whatever artist... You end up watch with this. the same song over right. and over again. Right. Whatever artist that you like... Mm-hmm. Like, say for instance, like Nas, because like, I ain't going to rant on him today. Right. Right. But Nas, favorite artist, I go pick, all, like, if I put together, and I, and I like putting CDs together of my favorite songs. That sound mad old, CDs. Uh, yeah, mixtape, <laughs> mix CDs. Yeah. Right. But I put them all together, like some of my favorite songs by Nas. Right. That joint, you cannot listen to that right. through. Because right. it stays on one vibration, one I'm, note. You I'm, need the up and the down. You like need you the need arts. the change. You need yeah. yeah. You need the various features mm-hmm. of artistic expression. Not just that one pocket of music mm-hmm. that you like come in. You know what I mean? And I've noticed that I've put together a lot of CDs by my artists and their, my favorite songs by them. And if it was an album, I would hate it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's just it's the redundancy is uh, of the sound right. is not good. Right, right. M- music got to have it's got to have levels. Got to be you know peaks and valleys and highs and lows to balance it out. I got written over here, uh, playlist or mixtape. You know that's a compilation. Yeah, and compilations typically don't turn out as well as your favorite artist album. Yeah, right. Um, and on the and that's on the personal side, playlist or mixtape. On the global side, I have uh, theme, arc, and progression. 
Mm-hmm. Like these, these are things that an album should have. Should have, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah you know, a, play, a playlist is not going to have that. It's going to have your favorite songs yeah. playing in a in a row. Yeah, and and that doesn't make a classic album. No, it it could, but it it could could it could. But chances but it, are, chances it's not. are, it's not. <laughs> right. Yeah. Chances are, it's not. All right. Um, this is turning out pretty good. I'm liking yeah. this. I'm liking this, man. Like. We're going to have to like actually write this down and let people read it. Um, what, what, what do you got for me? Because um, I'm thinking length. Length is something that I have written down here. Like, oh, that's funny. Because this came up. Uh, dealing with the whole um, good music, releasing all these projects that are albums. only yeah. seven songs, exactly. an album. And I think it was you that mentioned it uh, during a conversation we was having about it, uh, how the further you go back mm-hmm. into the history of hip-hop music, rap music, you don't have the less songs you have right. per album. Right. And even early albums, like we always use, this is a point of reference, like Illmatic, mm-hmm. only having 10. Right. Um, or even further back than that, soul songs and disco albums and... Uh, Four and elect. You might have five songs. Yeah. You, you turn it over and there's there's three songs on this side and three songs yeah, on that side, that's and that's all you got. Yeah. You know. Um, and this is a quick aside. Uh, speaking of the seven songs, I think I know what you're gonna I, bring you up. Know Go right. ahead. Exactly. Uh, you sent me a you sent me a picture of the vinyl for the yay joint. Right. And uh, the first thing that jumped into my head is like, yo, that vinyl's gonna sound amazing. Yeah, amazing. Cause, yeah. cause I don't know if y'all know out there in podcast land, it, but Futane Clan, please hear me. Uh, if you do love vinyl, then you're really gonna love this five album series because the less songs you have on a vinyl record, the fatter the grooves get to be in the wax. The fatter the grooves are, the fatter the sound is, which is a Better sonically for for the listener, yeah. so having a hip hop album on vinyl that's that's got naturally seven songs is gonna create a, a, a mm. you know opportunity for I mean that's gonna sound uh, so good sound. oh it's gonna sound so good oh, it's gonna sound so but yes we I know I took us off off track but I had to put yeah that yeah that's no that's that's good because um and and. On the new album, the Kid See Ghost Joint, mm-hmm. at the end um, of the song, featuring uh, what was Louis Prima. Yeah. At the end, he, where he says, and of course I'm paraphrasing, where he says, uh, "Just do something, do that again." And uh, what did he yeah, say? He you said, got a song. He said, "Do that again," and yeah. uh, then uh, be done with it. And he got a, he said, "You got a song. Yeah. You got a record." It was like you only wanted to be uh, two, two minutes, two, third, three two minutes. and a half minutes, That's it. three at max. You out of there. You know what I mean? And so, but that just, to me, just ties into what we're saying about the length of the song. You don't have to have a four, five-minute mm-hmm. song either, and you don't have to have a 17-track right. album. It doesn't matter. You can, regardless of the length of the songs or the yeah. length of the album, whether it's going to be 10 songs or it's going to be 20 songs. Right. If it's if it has all those global, 
mm-hmm. those global yeah. criteria points that you were mentioning, then it, it right. could be a classic. If if it takes you ten songs to express this full thought that you went into your album-making process trying to express, then your album took 10 songs to complete. Right. If it took you 15 songs, then that's how many it took. That's how it should be. Yes, yes. That's that's, that's the artist, that's a purist artist perspective, unless you're trying to do some fly shit like what Kanye just pulled off, making everybody have seven songs on a release a week from each other. Right. You know, some super fly extra shit, cool. But picking how many songs you're going to have or knowing that you're going to have 30 or 20 or 15 before you finish your album is whack. Because you're not thinking about the story. you just think about you making a playlist. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I agree with you. If it, Length doesn't matter to me. If length doesn't matter and... It may even help if it makes me start the album from the top again and I just listen to nine to ten songs. Say we talking Illmatic. Yeah. And I just listen to nine songs. I know it's ten, but I'm skipping halftime because it was on the Zebrahead soundtrack. Yeah, yeah. Right? So, I, you know, even now I skip it. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, I train myself to skip halftime. Yeah, yeah. But even with that, mm-hmm. like I'm not, I'm starting it from, let's go. Mm-hmm. Let's play this over, like you, because you, right. you get it, you get you get the beginning, you get the feel, you get the art, you get the heart, you get the resolution, mm-hmm. right? Let's hear that story again, you know. Let's do yeah. that again. Same thing with get rich or die trying. Like you get the triumph at the beginning, the overcoming. You get the, you know, what I'm saying like the story, how I got here. Then you get the party because I'm here. You know what I'm saying? And you get the life. You get all types. You know, yeah. Come Which on, side note I don't like Get Rich or Die Trying I can imagine I don't, you don't I don't like that album I can see I, you I, like I, it. I prefer Power of the Dollar Which was his underground release I can see that being true Because Power of the Dollar Was far more high level MC Yeah So I, I, yeah. I don't But Get yeah. Rich or Die And I think Power of the Dollar Is a classic I still listen to it Right But I mean But Hands down yeah. No argument Everyone agree. Get rich or die trying. Absolute classic. Yeah. But that's the point. Can you put your musical biases aside right. and admit when it meets right. all of those things? Right. When the person is getting the message across, right. the arc is there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Thematically, it's thematically it does what like it's supposed it, it, to do. Get rich or die trying. Yeah. It was so thematic they can make a movie out of it. Indeed. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Indeed. <laughs> yeah. That's what. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, they I mean, can make a movie after the album. So I mean that to me, that's a, a great example of a, to me uh, an extreme classic mm-hmm. that meets the global criteria which we are developing right now right. as we go along in this dialogue. So length is not a criteria. Length is not necessarily criteria because Daytona is a classic. Right. Is a classic. Yeah. It's definitely a classic. So we're going to go right here in the middle. No links. Pause. Side note. We got to yeah. get. Well, go ahead. We got to get to that too. Maybe we can chop this out. But listening to Jay. Early 2000 Jay. Before anybody from Harlem joined on. Mm-hmm. To the roster of Rockefeller. Right, uh, minus of course, 
Dame is from Harlem. Right, but I'm talking right. about artists wise. Know about the whole dip set. Right. Jay was saying pause on all a lot of those records late uh, 1999, yeah. early 2000, prior to even Dipset or any of them coming around. Right. And I, it's just it's just this a is, side note because I, I just felt like um, that was weird because they took credit for like kind of do you inventing that? Do you Jay was have you saying that. have you seen the Rockefeller reunion uh, done by It's the Real, uh, a waste of time by It's the Real? Have you watched that? Oh no! This is not the this is not the YouTube documentary thing that like last days of the rock. No, no, no. no okay, no, no. 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 Then no, like, I haven't seen. Uh, it. It's the real who does a podcast called The Waste yeah, of Time. Yeah, no, right? I haven't seen that. Yeah, they 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 did a live show. Okay. Um, and brought out like nine members of the Rockefeller from from Bigs to mm-hmm. to um, uh, hip hop to Chris and Neve, Jim mm-hmm. Jones. Uh, Shaka Pilgrim was out there, mm-hmm. but they kind of talked about the Paul's game. Yeah, you know what I mean, it it was a it was a heavy Rockefeller thing for yeah. sure. Yeah, it was a Rockefeller thing, dang, yeah. dang. It wasn't. A, it definitely wasn't a diplomat. Yes, yeah. but they but yeah, but because but was, they they ran with it, right? They and ran they, they kind of got a trick, like yeah. that got attributed to them. To them, yes. But it it, it was definitely a Rockefeller thing. You know what I mean, Rockefeller yeah. thing. That is a, we we did. We we shared a side right yeah, there. Yeah. Two side notes in the middle of the show. I don't care, but because uh, like this, all some, of this is good hip hop talk. All of it. This is something we used to say early on in the podcast when we first started recording, and I stopped doing it because uh, I thought it was probably a little crass and offensive. But <laughs> uh, I really don't give a fuck. I'm doing it because I enjoy doing it. Yeah. Like yes, if y'all enjoy it, cool. If y'all enjoy it, then, then don't listen to the movie. But come, don't listen to. What I said just then. Continue to listen to the conversation <laughs> and listen to the next episode and the rest of the ones that we did. But you know, yeah, we do what the fuck we want to do. That's what we saying. Yeah, yeah. That's that's the hip hop. That's what we do. Um. So I'm gonna run back through the list, right? All right. Yeah. So personal, personal and global. Personal is playthrough. You want to hear every song. Global is all the songs fit in, in a cohesive theme, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, co- hit, co- fit and make a cohesive body of work is what we'll say. We won't speak the theme yet. We'll yeah, say a cohesive right. body of That'd work. That'd be a point by itself. Yeah, cohesive, B-O-D. <clears throat> and Meaning it sounds like it go to belongs yeah, all, together. Yeah, all belongs flows together. together. Exactly. Um, we got personal high level in saying some people may want you to rap fast some people want you to be southern or whatever so mm-hmm. we'll say high level in saying is a personal thing uh global is performance experience and message right yeah. did you did you did they perform and did they create that experience that they uh set out to create and did they get across the message that was intended like can you see that clear message right there uh, and then we got on personal side playlist or the mixtape, you know, mm-hmm. versus a, on the global side an album that has a theme, a arc, and progression. Yeah. And then we agreed that the length of the project isn't necessarily a fair criteria. No, no, not at all. I don't think so either. I don't think so either. Um, does it have to make an impact, like? I don't think it has to make an impact sales wise. 
It doesn't. It doesn't have to. Okay, that's that's a good question. So that's that's what I was going to ask. When you say impact, are we talking about sales mm-hmm. or culture. impact on the culture yeah, of the game? Because Let's if we go just take culture. okay, because if you, I would say then yeah, and yeah. this is why damn Chuck D and Public Enemy got classics. Yeah. That where they yeah they they should have they sold a shit ton of records too right yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so because because when you think about it like um, all of the um, all right mm. all of the albums that are considered classics right they yeah. did leave an impact on on the culture you saw it right. spill over into your lingo your mm-hmm. language your dress you talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, Dr. Dre, and remember that I remember this clear. I think it was in middle school. Everybody went, they banned the joints. Actually, you yes, can't sir. wear it to school anymore. Yes, but the hats with the chronic leaf on mm-hmm. it, the marijuana mm-hmm. leaf on your shirt, all of that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so yeah, I think so. Like when you look at all of the, um, all of the, uh, the albums that were considered classic, even going back to Honest Back the Fuck Up album. Okay. Do you remember everybody was getting bald heads? I do. Now. But that I, music was great, though. Right, it was. I'll tell you what. Now, this is the question. Now, this is this is the question. These two may run together. Cultural impact, because what I have written is cultural impact versus hype beast. Versus a hype beast. Because, yeah. you know, everybody being hype and the media running with it and, yeah, yeah, and it being yeah. the thing uh, of the moment. Yeah. Um, well, hey, that's funny. I feel like that, that whole, the hype beast applies. That factors into a discussion of a classic more in today's time than in the past. It does. But if we're going to talk cultural impact, yeah, yeah. then the conversation of a classic, we can only have it to a certain point mm-hmm. we, it takes a certain amount of time to have a conversation about a classic if you're gonna talk cultural impact yeah is what and, I'm and, saying and, and I guess okay alright so maybe I, I don't want to change Mm-mm. the label of cultural impact cause I when I'm saying important. like cultural impact I I, and I'm, I'm talking about specifically let me be clear to Cultural impact being mm-hmm. people in your neighborhood mm-hmm. influencing people right there with you out in the street I listening to the music. That you. like that's what I mean. Yeah, I hear you. So Biggie. Yeah, yeah. I don't like uh, see yeah, people. I let me. I get it. I already. I already. Just say it. I don't like Ready to Die is not one of my favorite albums. I know everybody, oh, it's so big. No, no. I like Life After Death way better. Yeah. Um, it's but Ready easy to, to die, like Life After Death better. Yeah, but, you know, people that say. That just means he got two classes. Yeah. So Ready to Die, whatever. I don't, yeah. I, whatever. But the Ready to Die had a big influence on people. Um, yeah. Um. Illmatic. Some of this go without saying. Right. Wu Tang. This is one of those things that I'll say. In right? the Thirsty Chamber. Um, when you mention albums in that way, right? Yeah. Wu Tang. Yes. Wu Tang had a far larger cultural impact yes. than both of those albums. Yeah, 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 yeah. By far. Right? Um, Nas had a. 
Nas had a, like you really said, like a true traditional hip hop impact. Like he changed the way niggas rapped. Yeah. Yes. A lot of them. Right. Almost all of them. You know what I mean? Like, you know, he changed the way very niggas rap. You know, for real. A yeah. very, very high percentage yeah. in the way niggas rap. But that album didn't it was it was impactful in the streets, like you saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it was impactful in the streets because it was it, it if you talking about sales, it didn't do well. No, it struggled and finally made it to right. go. Exactly. But Big's um, album didn't mm-hmm. pop out the box. Nah, no. One more chance remix took Big. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, the album through the remix. Yeah. That song yeah, wasn't yeah. even on the album. They went and put it back mm-hmm. on the album. So we talking about classics in a which leads me to Which Jay didn't. Right. Reasonable doubt. Right. I love it. Nailed it. Right. So so it it may take a little bit of distance. Mm-hmm. It doesn't necessarily take it doesn't necessarily take distance to see a masterpiece though. Yeah. Well, you you sound like um you you sounding like no ID on his his interview full interview uh after the four 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 album was released. Okay. And with how he was saying we make music now. Right. Knowing that it's great. Right. But you know, I don't expect it to be fully embraced for what it is right out the back. He was saying it, it'll take time right. for them to see, oh, wow, this is great. Like, he was like Resurrection right. when he did Resurrection for Common. Now everybody's like, oh, my God, that song is so classic, blah, yeah. blah. Like, he said, but it took time. That wasn't, it wasn't received like right. that. Not by you know, everybody. And, right, yeah, right. The and, people and, that got it, got right. it. But the people that got it, thing. got it, right, yeah. But... Yeah. So how do we put that down here? Cause personal, personal is media and hype beast, all right. Mm-hmm. Instant, you know, uh, media and hype beast. Global is cultural impact versus. Mm, I, yeah, cultural impact and timelessness. You know. Because, yeah. like, one thing that I was going to say is we sitting here and we saying, okay, Onyx Back the Fuck Up was a classic. If we go back and play it right now, will it be a classic due to nostalgia or will it be a classic due to this criteria? Mm-hmm. So, um, I think... As an example, I threw that Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah I get so you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we don't have to actually entertain it, literally. Right. I just yeah, wanted I to make you. sure they But I think that it would. I just... Okay, I, I mean, I, I wanted to entertain it literally and make sure oh, that they oh, okay. understood that I'm speaking from a global perspective so that they can yeah. understand how we having the conversation. Okay, yeah. So I think definitely um, theme. Okay. Theme-wise. Okay. All the, and okay. All, the, all the music, it funny, follow the yeah. same thing. So thematically, yes, um, the impact, we know yeah. that what it did. Yeah. Um, performance, performance, experience, experience message. Yeah, the message is clear. Back the fuck up. They didn't. They didn't miss none of these. <laughs> now, is it timeless? We'll have that. That may be. That actually may be on the personal side. Yeah. And does it, it hold up? Yeah. And do you enjoy yeah. it as much? Maybe right. a personal thing. Right. The impact that it had on the street when it hit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Whether it was big or small, the people that got it got it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So. Because you, the timeless, way, yeah, may have to go on 
We'll put that in, we'll put that on the link and and we'll leave that up for further discussion. Yeah, All right? because that's that's because yeah, I mean, that's hard to say. Yeah, because some people going some because but it should be though. That's the whole point of something being a classic. Well, it, it can still be subjective, right? But we just have criteria that we're looking at it through. Yeah. So timelessness would go on the global side. Yes. It's still yes. going to be subjective yeah, no matter yeah. what. We just want to yeah. say we're all looking at it through this lens. Yeah. Okay. All right. So we're going to leave it over there. We are nerds, dog. I know. This is the... This yeah, this, baby. Is, this is one of your... This is a, You know what I mean? This is high <laughs> hip-hop science rap nerdship <laughs> podcast. Yeah. You know what I mean? Real so, tough. This is real nerd shit. I'm enjoying it, though. But th- where are you going to go? There's nowhere else to go other than conversate for a few podcasts nah. that hear this type of discussion. Nah. And you know, and that's not a slight to other podcasts, but y'all don't want... Y'all don't want no smoke with us, though. I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> earlier today, <laughs> earlier today, I posted on my Twitter, at John. Avery, it says, uh, if you think you have hotter content than me, psych, you left your booty in the car. <laughs> like, stop it. Stop yeah, nah. it, family. Like, we on fire out here. But, um, so, I, everything I think I have, I, 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 we've done playthrough, we've done length on here, high level MCing theme. Um, we talked just a little bit about nostalgia. Uh, I think I got my question answered. I, yeah. I didn't know if it was going to take a longer discussion to answer it. Um, I kind of we went over the hype beast part. That was really easy to separate. I feel like, um, yeah, yeah. I feel like that was real easy to separate. Thank you. But uh, at a point, we had a place to go to get these definitive at least for uh, we had a, a jumping off point as a culture yeah oh, to start a, de- oh. dis- a definitive discussion yeah. around we, what a classic was we had what I would call yes we had a respectable right um medium yeah um that set a criteria that you know people was willing to go by mhm and accepted. It was accepted by the public, I would say. I know it was. You know what I, mean? I, I know. I, I'll tell you what. I don't know about the greater public, I, but that ain't, it, as far as a hip-hop conversation yeah. goes, the, what we talking about is what, having five mics in the five source, Five mics right? in the source. Yeah. It was absolutely respected. Yeah. Like. And I don't, and, I, and I'm saying that, and so that was good. So we you saying that was, uh far as I know, mm-hmm. the one of the only you know, places we could point to that had some degree of um, some degree of what a classic standard was. Okay, so I just wrote down a question. And it's funny that you said it as I was writing the question down, right? Did you ever respect double XL's rating? No, I never, no. Okay, like flat out, no, you just had no respect for double XL's rating. Okay, I mean, I I feel you, because I mean, it was... I didn't. I mean, I didn't either. Not really. Source held that had that. Source, yeah. yeah source yeah. had that. It was the. It was the jumping off point. And and here's the irony of it, though, of the source. Like we respected it. It was one of our only points of reference mm-hmm. for that. Um, I don't know how deeply they thought. It. I don't think they thought about it as intricately and as in much detail as when they this? was as this. No, 
It was it was more it was more it was more uh, personal. personal. It was more this personal yeah. stuff. Way more subjective. Which yeah. which clearly was sufficient for us at that time. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. But but hip hop was a it was a it was way more siloed yeah. then. Yeah. You know, like you wouldn't find the hip hop quotables from the West Coast and there was three niggas from the West Coast that could get it. And it was like Roz Cos, Exhibit, mm-hmm. and whoever the hell else might get lucky and get in there. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. But it wasn't like like now, you know. Uh you didn't see people from the South getting what hip hop quota was what we couldn't think of the name yeah. of before. But um that even meant something. God, that was big. Yeah, it was that huge. Was big. It was huge. Hip hop quotable. Unsigned hype was huge. Like so there were there were it was more journalism, less hype beasts. Yeah, and not to say there were no hype beats. Not to say that there weren't people in there taking money and people over yeah, here. Yeah, because it uh, was. And we know. Yeah, we know it was. Yeah. You know, people over here giving boosts to their friends, and I mean, right. but that's that's where you. That's why the fuck you have friends. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like if if one of y'all get in a position to help me in the industry and y'all don't help me, I'm cussing at y'all on the <laughs> internet. I'm doing it like the young boys. I'm gonna get on FaceTime yeah. live, like Instagram <laughs> live. Yeah. yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm I'm pulling up. But yeah. uh yeah, that's what you just what we do. But we had those gatekeepers and for the lack of a better word. Yeah. But I in for this situation it was like journalists that kinda deciphered mm-hmm. at least to some point what quality was versus what the flam flam was, and I guess from yeah. to a point, you kind of knew the difference because they never really even discussed the flam flam. Yeah, like it they existed. Just, right. They they just pointed out the high quality. Mm-hmm. 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 And so you was able to draw the make the contrast for yourself. You draw your own conclusions. Yeah. Like you you knew how you felt, right? Mm-hmm. And then you. Could go read and see that the things that you felt strongly about a lot of times showed up in the publications, and the things that you felt were trash didn't. Yeah. Nowadays, all that shit floats to the top. Yep. So, you know, and that, and and that, and when I say all the shit, I'm talking about whether it's traditional tri- hip hop or whether it's southern hip hop, West Coast, or trap or mumble, so called, all of it. Yeah. It's floating to the top. So the discernment, all of it is floating to the top and you getting less journalism. You yeah. get less discernment from your media people. Yeah. You know what I mean? So having a d- definitive list of things that you may want to consider mm-hmm. when you're thinking about a classic album, like get out of your own head, get out of your own way. Yeah. And, and because you don't have a jumping off point to start the conversation, not a fair one. Yeah, you know, not nowadays. No, um, I don't think. I guess that takes us to a classic now versus a classic then. Yeah. So, but it's funny because <laughs> to have the conversation, a classic now versus yeah. a, cl- a cla- uh, classic then, is actually that conversation falls under the personal side because see that's the beautiful thing when you have a principle or a particular criteria that criteria stays consistent through all absolutely through all the ages of time various time frames 
You're right. You know what I mean? So, uh, now, I, I'm going to be honest. I would, I had came up with a term. This is all personal stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. I had came up with a term on my own. I would say, uh, this is a modern day classic. Okay. Like, if it had some tracks, like, it, say like it had 15, an album had 15 songs. Yeah. 12 of them was dope. Three of them, I felt was like, this is whack. Why is this right. up here? Right. I would kind of, I would call it a modern day classic. Modern day classic. Because, to me, a classic would have been that all of them were good, mm-hmm. but because of the music, mm-hmm. to me, had came to a point where it was so much whack shit out there, I was willing to accept and give you, accept the album, you know what I mean, I lowered the standards a little bit, I was willing to accept an album mm. with 11, 12 good songs on it, and right. three or four of them not really be good, right. and still give it the title of modern day classic, just because there were so many albums with 15 tracks were 12 of the tracks was bad and they only had three good. Mm-hmm. So the mm-hmm. inverse of that, I would say that, it, you know what I mean? I was calling it a modern day classic. Of course, this that's all personal. Right. So what I got here is like modern day classic, right? Enough good songs. Yeah. Right. Enough for me to say, yo. Right. So that's enough good songs. I imagine that, See, for it to be a modern day classic, that's one of the ones that is going to be, that's why I feel like it makes sense for you to say it's more of a personal thing, because these are obviously going to have to be songs you want to listen to. Out of of the bunch that you are hearing, the ones that you like, Mm -hmm. not not the ones that you, these are good songs, because you see what I'm saying? Because the only way we're going to... I don't even know that I can call it. I don't know that I can. I don't know that I can call something modern day classic without my biases. Right. You see right. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't think I can call something modern day. If I gotta call it a modern day classic, then I'm absolutely using my biases. Yeah, for sure. For sure. You know. Okay. So that makes sense. I'm absolutely using my bias because. Okay. And it probably doesn't stand up to the global test. No. It's not. For the sake of this conversation, shits and giggles, I'm wondering what the cultural impact... Okay, so is it going to be cultural impact or timelessness? Mm. You feel me? Yeah. You see how I'm putting that? Yeah. So... And or timelessness, because cultural impact, it could be like, what did it change in, in, in the moment? What did it change? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or timelessness, is it timeless music? It don't necessarily have to shake yeah. the world, yeah, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean, for it to be, but, so it don't have to be impactful in that way. You know, yeah, it does. But if it's not, it's got to be timeless It's got to be timeless music, yeah. You see, Just okay. like you don't have to sell a million right. records, like the same thing applies. Right. Okay. So yeah, so we don't even have anything down here for like record sales would be wrapped up in impact and yeah. timelessness maybe, but it yeah. might not even for the sake of this conversation, for the sake of what a classic is. It ain't got to do with it cuz everybody might not even you might have a classic and everybody didn't hear it. Yeah. Yeah. So the and that's what's got to be 
dis- that's why know, distinction counts. Yeah, that's yeah. a distinction has to be made. I'm glad you mentioned that. It could be a classic, but someone hasn't heard it. Like, so it's not popularity. Nah, it's, it's not, not a the most popular. Like popularity that ties into the hype beast. There we stuff. go. This ain't media that's not, and hype. Yeah, beast. we ain't talking about the most popular. It don't have to be the Mm-mm. most popular. Nah, it don't have to be the most popular at all. I don't know if I, I don't know if I got any any. Okay, so we didn't. I don't know how far we got into. I don't know if we got far enough into a classic then versus a classic now, but it really doesn't change. It doesn't change. That's what I'm saying. If we're removing, yeah, it don't to change. the best of our ability. Uh, mm-hmm. The biases, the biases and subjectivity. Then all we have to go on is um, the global right. criteria, which is going to stay the same regardless of the dispensation of time. Right. It ain't going to change. Yeah. So I think that I think we have redefined yeah. or fine tuned, uh, or we would love to or define what. The criteria, criteria, the standards should be uh, for a classic hip hop album. Absolutely. Minus your subject, minus yeah. subjectivity and biases. Now, if you got you can, a problem with that, holler at us. Exactly. You can apply your little subjectivity after you accept. Yeah, after you, you accept the criteria, the global criteria. The global criteria. If you can accept the global criteria, then you use your discernment. Yeah, and then right, and then and your personal right mm-hmm. biases, your subjectivity may fall mm-hmm. into right. line with the global. It may <laughs> with, it, the, with global. the sensibilities. Right. It, sometimes they align. Right. Sometimes you, you may be it. like, oh man, I like this. This got a good theme. This <laughs> is. The, <laughs> You know, all the stuff that we said on the list. Yep, exactly. So we're looking at the list is uh, cohesion, right? All the songs fit. Yes. And and I'm writing as I say it. So. Right, and they should write this down and take note. Yeah, this this yeah. is a defining moment in hip hop. No one has ever done this. I don't think so. I don't think so. I think people sat down and had a conversation about what they thought a classic was. Right, and mostly from a personal perspective. Exactly. Nobody ever started with a definitive criteria that everybody was viewing these albums. And and the things that you're listing, starting with cohesion, are things that among artists and musicians, or I mean, or rather the, let me just say artists all together, but... Between the artists that's performing the songs and mm-hmm. the people producing, I think that this list, all of them will be in agreement with what's being presented. I think so. Because if you're a writer, you know there has to be cohesion. If you're a producer, you know there has to be cohesion. Exactly. So these aren't even things that we are personally coming up with. These are like real elements that surround the development of making good music. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. The, the second one I have written down here uh, is performance, experience, and message, right? Did the mm. performance create an experience? And yes. did that experience deliver a message? Yeah. You know, and, and it ain't got to be a, you know, I think they understand. Uh, third thing we have down here is it has to have a theme, an arc of some sort, right? 
in a progression. Yeah. Maybe it would be theme progression then art. You know, yeah. it, you know all of that good stuff. But it's gotta, it's gotta move towards something. Yes. You know, and it's gotta have a theme. It's gotta, you know, I, you know, and it's either gotta have cultural impact or and or be timeless. Mm. And it'd be great to have be both. Right. So if it's not timeless music, but it had a huge cultural impact at the time, I know people going to say well, it was just a novelty, mm-hmm. right? We might have to argue that one. Yeah, we might have to argue that one. Uh, but but the good thing is, if it has those other mm-hmm. points, so okay, wait a minute. I thought we was gonna wrap the show up. We can't. We gotta. We gotta. We gotta deal with this timeless. Yeah. Because time. to me, it's gotta be timeless. It's gotta be timeless. Because timeless is actually, to me, so like synonymous mm-hmm. with classic. It, with, with classic, it falls yeah. in the theme of classic and uh, uh, antiquity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All of mm-hmm. these things, like it, thematically, they the same. Yeah. So I I, I so would say that has impact to be is almost an honorable mention. Yeah, because you can it you can not have culture. It helps. It helps, but that's it doesn't yeah. make it a classic. Yeah, but that's like icing on the cake. Right. Because you can have cultural Cause impact. Because you know what I mean. It's a lot a of flash good. In the pain, right. It? It's a lot of good timeless music. It's a lot of good albums that are timeless. Mm-hmm. That are cohesive bodies of work. All of these things, but they didn't have the impact as this person album right. or that person album right. for whatever reason. Right. But that in no way doesn't yeah. mean that they didn't hit the mark on all these That's other right. things and that is not a classic. Okay, so, so timeless, timeless. timeless is, is what it has to be. Now that takes us back to time. So you have to be a certain amount of time from an album to consider it a classic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I, yeah, definitely. You can't say and that that goes back to the no ID discussion. Right. You know what I mean? You, you can't, you don't know if it's a classic until... A certain amount of time goes by, uh-huh. and then you put it on, and it's okay. still all of these things you feel okay. are still intact. Right. So and it's still hitting the mark on all of those, um, all of those points of what we have as global standards for a class. One thing that we may be able to do because the thing because times times change due to technology yes. and things so fast, we may be able to assess whether something is a classic faster. In today's time, because the the way music sounds changes, yeah, yeah. so it'll have to be timeless. It'll have to prove itself sooner. Music has to prove its timelessness sooner now than it did before. Yeah, which which is good and bad thing. Um, it's it's but, good because we get to have these conversations in in honest, you know, I, I, earlier. And yeah, but and this is a personally personal uh, feeling. But I feel like I know mm-hmm. when I listen to something, yeah. if it's going to be, if it's, this music is timeless, like, yo, yeah. we're not really going, this is good for right now. Right. Five years, I can see we only going to care about this. Yeah. I, I, yeah. You're not going to want to listen to this again. Like, right. And there's certain stuff like you hear that you like. Okay. I mean, we, 
we gonna need to listen to this for the rest of our life. That's one of those situations like we talked about where it's okay to be subjective mm-hmm. as long as we're using the criteria. Yeah. You know yeah, because I mean? I'm gonna listening take, with that. Like, exactly. oh, man, it's I'm all listening. of these. This exactly. is going to be timeless. Exactly, yeah. exactly. It's okay to have, we're going to have to be subjective. So we can say, yes, I think I can discern something that's a, a, a masterpiece. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think that makes sense. I think this makes sense. Yeah, man, this is this is all right right here. Our list is stellar. It, yeah, you're right. <laughs> this joint's stellar. Yeah, it is absolutely now, stellar. Yo, it's so real. I'm ready to go. I'll battle any other um, yeah. hip-hop aficionados, self-proclaimed, and and argue the points of our list, and they put out their list. Tell me my list wrong. That's what I want y'all to do. If you could, if you could tell us how our list is wrong, like, let's battle. Let's list yeah. battle. Like, come, show, me, show me your criteria, and, and tell me... Show me what we left off or where we wrong at on this criteria. Yeah. That's all I need. I don't know what to say about it. Cause I think we I think we nailed it, dog. Yeah. I think we nailed it. The criteria. This, might, this, huh? this, this is this is a historic a historic yeah. episode Absolutely. for a conversation for a few podcasts. This is one large step for mankind. <laughs> uh you know what I mean? You know what I mean? This is this is real talk right here. This ain't nothing to play with. I mean, this 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 should be hung in barbershops. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like this is this should be this hung helps in barbershops. Give perspective to what what good music is, what yeah. it isn't. Yeah, what it should. It helps to regulate a lot of the you know a lot of to me a lot of unwarranted commentary. Around uh, the music coming out today, You're right? Regulations and standard operating procedures, brother. Yeah, SOP. SOP. That's what this is. This is a standard operating procedure. And if you're looking to discern whether you're listening to a classic album, refer to this episode of Conversate for a few, and you will find that material. Right. Uh, this is ridiculous. Like, you think we did enough on this one, man? I think I think so. I think our man, our alias from now on, our aliases from now on is like the professors. Yeah, you know that was one of my first rap names. That's funny. Yeah. Shout out to Large Pro Extra yeah, P. Yeah, Large yeah, professor. yeah. But it was uh, it was my my first two rap names, but was perspective and professor. Okay. Like so J perspective, right. so it was like Jive. You feel yeah. me? If you just get like absolutely nothing, that sucked. But I did it anyway. Uh, but yeah, yeah, That's yeah. So, I but I think you know what was your first one? Dang, my my very first name. I I, I can't even. That's so funny. I can't, yeah, can't even remember. call. Okay, okay. I can almost remember all my rap names. I'm, one day I'm a, one day I'm gonna say them I'm, all I'm on really, the show. I'm too so embarrassing. I had a Bunch of I had a but I went through a lot of. I'm talking about I had some real. I came through the Big Daddy Kane. Right, right. Cool so I, knew you had some I had some fucked up. You probably man. was Jay Smooth. Nah, man. <laughs> Honestly, man, I'm gonna tell you the guy nothing true for a little while. This is some real wild shit. The boys straight up called me Pimp for a while. Like my name was Pimp Daddy Love Premier nigga. Like the first. <laughs> Just get it, Pimp Daddy. I don't play yeah. no games, nigga. You know oh, how wet, and I was in French class, like tenth grade, nigga. So I threw some French on that shit. 
wild. That's the lamest shit I think I'm ever gonna say on this podcast. <laughs> but hey, you couldn't tell me shit. Mm. Anyway. Yo, what we want y'all to do is go to conversateforafew.com. We post new episodes every week. And follow us at Conversate for a Few on Instagram and Facebook. And search Conversate for a Few on YouTube. And we want you to go to iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, TuneIn, or wherever you get your podcast, And subscribe, comment, rate, share, like, all that good stuff. Um, I'm Jonna. I'm Alan. This is... Not a podcast about classical music. Absolutely is not. This is a podcast about hip hop. Make room for the tag. Conversate for a few. Conversate for a few. Hustle. Welcome. Man, they had to send me. Hustle from Raleigh. Live from NC with your host. John and Allen relate to the two. You are now listening to Conversate for a few. Check it on SoundCloud, debate with your crew. They talking hip hop from the late to the new. From July till June end. No Fridays for me. Tune in. Please listen to this podcast. 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 Conversate for a few. Conversate for a few.